0: Now that we're done listening to our favorite song, Slam, by Onyx, this week on Reliving the Extreme, we have one of one one interesting lighting grid, I'll tell you that, and we also have the November to Remember, or the November to Forget, whatever you might want to call it. We're going to talk about all that and more this week on Reliving the Extreme. Aaron is here with me, of course. Hello, hello, hello. And Mr. Chad Austin as well. Tell you, <laughs> we want to welcome everybody to the show this week. We are going to be listening to or listening to reviewing. I keep thinking of Slam Bionics. We're going to be reviewing November sixteenth, nineteen ninety three.
1: fuck! All right, well, fuck it. I'll just scratch everything out of my notes. We're <laughs> going to watch Slam what for what seventeen times for an hour?
0: <laughs> it feels like we already have Jesus. like i said we are reviewing the episode of ecw from november 16th 1993 it is the episode after november to remember there is there is no footage at all other than what's on these shows that i could find of november to remember this show so i
1: take i take full blame in this is that i actually do think that if if it's out there i do think that i do have it Mm -hmm. and i at the current moment i didn't have the the capabilities to dig it into my archives to find my, you know, I might even have like the official, like if it was released, you know, do, was it released?
0: I don't think they keep calling it non-televised, but I don't know if it was released on video or not. Well, I guess we'll I mean, find out in the weeks to come. Cause they love commercials on these shows. So they'll definitely be running a commercial for it. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but,
1: but could, could that not been one of the ones that um, Paul sold to RF video?
0: possibly yeah
1: you know i mm-hmm. mean that's why it was not released like you know and i I, and I i thought that i have every ecw arena show that was filmed i think i do but i just have to get to them I, and i don't even know where they're at they're just all, <laughs> you know they're just buried and and shit and I I remember like that was the time where Paul was having a talk with RF video about taking over some of the stuff because everything, everything you're describing right now, Nate, but as far as like the opening of the TV, the production, all that stuff, it, it was all new. And I wasn't there mm-hmm. because I, I was working some other show, like a, a paid show. And there was somebody that was on the show, not on the show physically, but was mentioned on the show that we're doing that was at the show that I was at like that night.
0: And the, the, um, sorry, the, yeah, but I don't know the video, the video of it that I know of does not exist. I've never seen. I, I searched every video page, pirating page, everything I could try to find that show so that I could get you guys a link to it. And I could not, fi- I found November to remember 94, but I never found 93. So I'm not sure. If somebody out there knows that it exists, let us know. And uh, I'll gladly uh, um, compensate you for a copy because I can't find it
1: anywhere. Well, you probably wouldn't want to.
0: <laughs> Sounds I mean, like it. It looks like it. <laughs>
1: just, I mean, the, the, the whole entire show, like there's a lot that I don't know about the show because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the show that I was at was only like an hour and 40 minutes. From Philadelphia. So, like, they had multiple guys that were on both shows, you know? I think Mr. Hughes was one of them. And I definitely knew Bundy was because when they were going later on talking about Bundy, I said... He was on the show that we were on, <laughs> so he probably worked maybe, before. He probably worked before maybe, intermission. Well, I was going to say maybe,
0: there. maybe that's why. And that, whatever, it spoils something for later. But maybe that's why Nightheart said Bundy was here and then he was gone, or whatever. Maybe he had to boot scoot and get out of there to get to the show that you were on.
1: Yeah, I know. Maybe it was vice <laughs> versa. Maybe yeah, he worked <laughs> Philadelphia first because Philadelphia when they were on T. Well, no, that was a night nice show. Because it ran opposite the same reason why I wasn't there. But, yeah, the only thing I remember was I think Axel and Ian, I think they worked that show. Mm -hmm. And they tried to make our show, but they just couldn't make it for, I don't know, whatever reason. Like, they were just late or whatever and, and couldn't make the show. But, yeah, like, it was funny how you, like, in the course of one entire show, you see two, three, four guys that just worked in Philadelphia. And they're, cu- and they're coming down and telling you how cool that show was or whatever. Because Johnny Guns, let's be honest, seriously. Um, <laughs> God, I mean, stop it. Sincerely.
0: Seriously. <laughs>
1: guys, seriously. And, um, yeah, because, I mean, and you're just like, what is Paul doing? Like, um, obviously, that he was trying something different with the lighting thing.
0: Oof. Oof. I, I am I, gross. Yeah, this lighting grid was terrible. Like,. Well,
1: how much do you want to bet as soon as he saw it on the replay on TV, he said, That's not it.
0: Never again. Yeah. It never made again. that build
1: it, it made it look even smaller than what it is.
0: Yeah. It, it made it look was like, fucking shit. tiny. He he probably saw that and he was like, Chris Michaels and that lighting grid, never again.
1: <laughs> never <laughs> that, that, that was the kind of lighting where you would have had um come on, when you light, you come out and dance on the ECW PCW Eagle nest. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was all like just spotlighted. Them. Get out of here. Talk it looked to like Tommy Dreamer and shit. It
0: looked like the lighting from a high school dance. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> it didn't even like blink is, or change. Time or just... after is time after time going to play at some point the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we start the show off with a bad company promo that wasn't good. Uh, well, we actually technically started out with Maddie in the house. No, oh, yeah, I guess I wanted to, I wanted to block that out because I see way too much of Maddie in this show. Every this time cool.
2: I see Maddie in the house, I wanted to bring back Sully in the shed. Like this is just bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, he's got some great hair though. <laughs> Fuck that guy's got great hair. I wish <laughs> my wife had hair like Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Our wedding pictures would be
0: fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bad company is talking about challenging Public Enemy to an empty arena match. We'll get to that later. Um, <coughs> oh, oh yes, we will.
2: <laughs> I also think that Paul Diamond tries to imply they're from the hood.
0: Yeah, he does, and it's not. It doesn't work. <laughs> the main
1: streets of Montreal.
2: Um, and, and, and Paul. I'm sorry. I'm just there. There's some things that Paul Diamond said in this that just boggled my mind. Um, him <laughs> attempting to say him attempting to say they're from the hood, and then his closing line is, "We're going to show you just how bad this company can be."
1: Dude, I thought that was a great line. I, lo- I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: he foreshadowed the ending of the show.
1: <laughs> I know that was great. <laughs> I, that's why i thought i was like wait a minute that's a great line
0: they should they should have him they should have him open every week of aew by saying that i'm oh, gonna show, you, you, we're gonna show you how bad this company can be
1: would <laughs> need seven people to say it no no one person can do anything in, EC, in aew <laughs> they, they need like a manager And four other fucking people Even the jobbers have fucking um,
0: stables. Um, yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> Whatever the fuck the QT did it's, What the fuck
0: <clears throat> Public Enemy's response to this promo Is uh, interesting They're gonna slit throats and stuff
1: Yeah, stick them with a fucking ice pick What the fuck Well, you know what, going back to the Bad Company promo, I didn't mm. think it was The worst, because I had a I mean, let's, let's be honest. Their best work was in A, A AWA, with, you know, which wasn't the mecca right. uh, uh, of pro wrestling territories. So yeah, they they made it to the top there. It was great, and I was just like, "Well, their promo wasn't the worst." They got the the um get in, get on, get off, get out, get over, like spot spot. But the um when when Public Enemy came on and they suggested the no the no fans. Is that where you're getting at? Mm-hmm.
0: No fans. No that. Uh, no, no, no cops. No vendors. Oh well,
1: they, they couldn't had that match three months ago.
0: <laughs> Cabrini College. Yeah, Cabrini College. <laughs> they and, and wouldn't even
1: add to the advertising.
0: Oh just... Johnny, let's have an empty community college <laughs> match, Johnny.
1: <laughs> like as soon as I heard that, I think I forgot the rest of the, the next like. Seven eight minutes of the show because I was laughing so hard. I'm like, yeah, they could have done that at any time. <laughs> like, and, and they actually could have promoted the show because nobody was showing up. You know, back in the, in the, in, the, in the early days,
2: Aaron. I just I don't I didn't like this promo. I just I don't like this whole angle. It's like the beginning of the show is like seventeen minutes of Public Enemy, Bad Company, and Maddie in the house. It was a horrible <laughs> Jeez, 17 God. minutes.
1: I mean, you're having a bad day or something? I, I just was counted. the market ticket?
2: No, I just watched the ticker on motion or on Daily Motion. It's like, this is 17 minutes of bad company, public enemy, and Maddie in the
1: house. And, <laughs> and of course. And, and, and Teddy said that the, the, the war is over. Hell the no, we over.
0: <laughs> you just declared war, yeah. <laughs> yeah I
1: mean, you you this is not like, in, this like isn't, four weeks?
0: This isn't the desert storm skirmish. I mean. Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not in Stark 90.
0: And as we alluded to at the beginning of the show, after the uh, the Public Enemy promo, part of the 17 minutes here is, yep, the entire Onyx Slam video again. The whole yeah, thing. but it
1: was edited. Did you no. watch
0: it? No, because I, I fast-forwarded through it. <laughs> it was edited? I, I saw it last week.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't see all of it.
0: I guess not.
1: Well, did it last week's? Did last week show all the um uh November to remember footage?
0: No, last week showed the uh just the last it showed highlights from the last bad company public enemy match. Yeah, up.
1: this video showed all like a bunch of highlights from the fucking well lit um ECW Arena show <laughs> November to the remember thing.
0: Well, I I I got hoodwinked on that one because I skipped it because I was like, well, this is the same deal I saw last week. I'm just gonna go well, past don't, it.
1: Don't feel fucking bad. I watched it. <laughs> I mean, you're the one that was smart enough. I was just like, well, I'm just gonna check this out.
0: <laughs> fucking awful. Fell in the trap. Um, <laughs> up next, we have Maddie again, and I no no, I put, no oh. Wait,
1: wait, right before. Wait, wait a second here. Before we go to Matty, see Aaron. You thought we were going to have a problem getting through an hour here. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't think we are. Uh, the the next thing we have is a a commercial for the ECW Wrestling Academy.
0: Oh yes, right not for everyone.
1: Yeah, it's not for anyone. And the last <laughs> the last thing it's not for anyone. Is, The last thing they need is for Jay Sully to be pitching the fucking product. I mean, if you want to be the next guy who's not going to work here. Yeah, they show like
2: Chris (laughs) Michaels.
1: Yeah. Sal Malomo. They're showing showing Matt's Goggy, whatever his name is. JT Smith. They're showing him. And they're showing Christopher Michaels. And you got JT – no, you got Jay Sully pitching the commercial. Like none of y'all are going to be here in two weeks. You might want to fucking, you know, figure out a different way to promote your wrestling fucking academy.
2: $3,000? show i am surprised they didn't show the Canadian Wolfman getting beat up by
1: Terry Funk. Or tearing a ring down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can train in this ring. Want to uh, learn how to build a ring?
1: That was terrible. Like, want
0: to lear- learn how to be I, a shitty wrestling
1: announcer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, come to this school. We'll fucking do nothing for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hunter Q will teach you how to manage.
1: Oh, yeah. For, a for dairy queen. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be in this fucking comedy. <laughs> You've already seen the last of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this reminds me of Chris, Chris Rock's joke about community college. It's a disco with books. I love that. But anyway, up next. Again, like I said, too much Maddie already, I wrote here. Maddie in the house is back to talk about... The ECW Tag Team Champions. Yeah, I can only write down that Maddie's a piece of shit so many times. <laughs> Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson in and, and their match with Bad Breed. <laughs> what the fuck? Ca-
1: why are you doing that? <laughs> why, I mean, why are you wasting the ink, the time? The, it makes me feel of- better. It makes me feel better. You feel better because you write Maddie's a piece of shit on a piece of paper.
2: Yes, it's cathartic. Cathartic. It's. Did you
1: say retarded? Cathartic. Oh, all right. (laughs) It's probably a little retarded too. It's something. (laughs) uh, Like, believe me, you can park at one of them first three spots at Walmart anytime you want. (laughs) You get you in there, you tell them you're right down. It's retarded, and they'll they'll overlook it all.
0: Jesus, let him ha- let him have the card. He keeps saying Maddie's a piece of shit, dude. I got
1: I got something written down in my notes that I can't even fucking read it, but I think it might have something to do with the Rotten Brother.
0: Well, we we're talking Cause about cause bad think, breed. I think,
1: I think Humpty Dumpty's written right next to it.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's, um. Um. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Somebody calls them the Humpty Dumpties of the NWA. Is it Maddie Teddy Rumble? No, Maddie does. Maddie
0: does. Yeah. Cause they, oh, they don't, totally they don't bad air the co- they don't air the commentary for this part. It's just Maddie talking over it about it was Bad Breed versus uh Stetson and Hotbody. And then um Stetson and Hotbody apparently won that one. And Johnny Gunn and Tommy Dreamer make a challenge to uh Stetson and Hotbody. Johnny Gunn and Tommy Dreamer Make a challenge to Stetson and Hotbody and win the ECW Tag Team Championships. At least this is the first time we've had a title change, what? like a, le- a legit yes, yeah, a legit title change in ECW. No <laughs> way, it's got to be overturned.
1: It's <laughs> all got to happen. What, is Bill Afon- is Bill Albonzo here yet?
0: I don't think so. No, he's in the WWF still at this time. I think.
1: Well, it's all got to happen. This this can't stand. There's no <laughs> chance I'm going to recognize fucking tom brandy is a fucking ecw tag team champion with stupid dreamer
2: <laughs> they won't have him next week don't worry
0: yeah because tom brandy ain't there after that night <laughs> here we go again they're fucking with my emotions with the <laughs> ecw tag team championship yeah i mean they, they, they get you
1: to care <laughs> they suck with it. you. Probably spent $20 on a fucking Johnny Gunn fucking t shirt. I know you probably did. And, and probably an armband too, because you wanted to raise your arm up when he came out. I'm, I'm sure you did. And then all of a sudden they come out and then there's no more fucking Johnny Gunn. And then you get crappy Tommy Dreamer who, who, who gets all fat and puts the fucking shirt on.
2: Yeah, this is this. And their promo is like. Twenty seconds, and then it's just done. Like, oh, that was a great we had,
1: Well,
2: no, I mean, I'm glad it was short, but it's just like their tag team titles change
1: hands, and it's just an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Did you guys call the hotline? No, like right after they announced it, because you know, I if I remember, isn't that Feinstein's number?
0: I don't know. I know they give they did a com- they did like seven commercials for it during the show. I should have called it. I I think it was Feinstein's number back in the day.
1: Because I, I know I I called it. I mean, I, no, I I, I did I tell you guys I called it for date like, no. didn't I when I was working.
0: Did I tell you guys that? the same the yeah. same phone, the same phone number they're given to, to the fans is the one you had to call to get yeah. to get your bookings. To find out where i was booked at. <laughs> like,
1: did not I bring it up a couple weeks ago? On the show? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I used to have to do that because I mean, you try to call Paul and you get the mystery house guest. And that was fucking Maddie. He was
0: there. He was there conditioning his hair,
1: dude. And and sometimes you would get Paul, and you call his number, and he would go, "Hello," and you go, "Like, hey, is Paul there?" And you go, "Who's calling?" And you go, "Well, this is Chad Austin." He goes, "Paul's not here right now." And and I would hang the phone, going, "That was Paul."
0: He's at the terror of Tabor.
1: (laughs) That was Paul. (laughs) Like clearly answered the phone and just didn't want to talk to me. But yeah, I have heard Maddie answer the phone at his house. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not one to judge.
2: Well now if you call Feinstein, if you call that number now and it's still Feinstein's, you're gonna wind up on like a Fed list or something. Fuck
1: I ain't calling Feinstein for shit. <laughs> the <laughs> I have his tape. <clears throat> I do have it. They do a they I have an Tom- original of his tape.
0: Tommy and Johnny do a promo after this and they It's it's a fluke, and it's a robbery, guys. Yes, absolutely. That's what they call their title win. Well,
1: how long do you think after Paul filmed that video with Tommy and Johnny there that he realized this is not what my audience is going to want?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, did you guys
1: get that impression?
0: Yeah, and the the I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure the crowd was was the audio that I heard. The crowd was booing them even when they won the belts. Oh,
1: it it was Johnny yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. They had all they have all. I mean, I love Tom. Tom's a great friend of mine. I've known Tom for almost thirty years, but he had been around in that part of the country <laughs> so long, you know. There wasn't anything you were going to do with them, you know. It mm-hmm. couldn't mm-hmm. freshen them up to the point where anybody was going to care because they had already seen him.
0: Was this was this the time where one of the was it at one point wasn't one of the traveling matches? Him and King Kong Bundy on the well, East Coast.
1: Oh, I'm sure it was. I mean, maybe mm. not as far as Maryland, but
0: I just I remember I remember as a kid seeing it in the ma- seeing that ma- match in the magazines a lot. Oh, Johnny Gunn he, he was King always Kong like
1: Bundy. Henry King Kong Bundy. King Kalua. Mm. He wore King Kalua a million times.
0: The we get another uh bring ECW to your to your town as we talked about the ECW hotline there and up next our buddy Sal Balomo he, right, he wants to he wants to thank you everybody he wants to thank you Aaron right, I know you. you got something on this
2: oh, right. just, on, I, was, I was just pleased to see him it made my it, it, it as like the highlight of the first half of this show with Sal being back being ready to thank the kids Gonna dedicate this comeback to the kids. It's all about the kids. This sh- uh, Do- happy doing, to see him.
0: doing this show has made us a balomo fan club. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a gonna thank you though. He thanks you. He thanks the kids. He got his revenge. <laughs> he got his revenge on uh on uh, Rock and Rebel at the show. Of course, it gives it me
2: more. It gives me a bigger appreciation for watching them build that paper boat on TNT. Did, do, you,
1: do you think he went home and he told his fucking wife he's like i got the revenge on the rock and rebel <laughs> or, or like did he think he to go like i got the revenge on chuck
0: chuck <laughs> on the chuck i got like, <laughs> it i got,
1: got, it on the, re- re- I got it the revenge on the
2: rock and rebels so shut yeah, the try. fuck up take
0: out the trash sal
2: <laughs> i hit him with
1: the chair he fought out well, they <laughs> have
0: they obviously did some kind of angle or something here because the uh Rebel had on a big leg brace, and as I'm looking at the results of the show, which I was going to read at some point or at the end of the show or what have you of the whole show, it says Salvatore Belomo defeated Rock and Rebel by forfeit. So I'm assuming that maybe Rebel came out, played up a injured leg angle, or maybe his leg was injured. I don't know. So it doesn't sound like the match actually happened, but Sal got to get some wax in on Rock and Rebel anyway with the chair in this chairs match.
1: I clearly didn't watch this. I got that, so. I, I, I must have I must have blinked. I got nothing on this. I mean oh and it was the hotline after old Sal.
0: <laughs> oh Sal. <laughs> and yes, it is Paulie on the ECW hotline. And then we get Maddie again. <sighs> yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, seriously, why does not he do a commercial for the hair products that he uses? I mean, Everybody that has hair like that. They always think it's great that if you pull back in a ponytail, not fucking Maddie Dockham over there, <laughs> he, he, he lets that fucking shit flow. Like, waving you know, around. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's all, yeah, He's that round and round. He's, he's he doing the tress.
0: <laughs> like, get, he's, do, he's doing the tress, 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 I'll beat Alice Sassoon. Uh, uh. Yes. Oh, yeah, that I was mean, it. That was it, Vidal Sassoon. I was going to say Tresemme, but ooh-la-la. No, Tresemme's
1: great, too. (laughs) Tresemme's one that we have in our bathroom. I mean, we're not normally that kind of family, but every once in a while we get a stimulus.
0: (laughs) 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 And then Maddie is showing us highlights of, uh, I guess, highlights of, I can't see it, the light's too low, but highlights of Sherry. Sensational Sherry to a um Japanese karaoke version of Back, oh, Back in the Saddle. <laughs> was it Back um, Edo? <laughs> Dude, she that, is fucking,
1: a- that that popped me so much when I was like, <laughs> What the fuck is this? <laughs> because I knew I knew when Paul started dealing with David Gavin and he started stealing all that like now you're stealing like before there was YouTube, like, like bootleg, somebody had the cassette tape. It's like, remember those CDs and tapes that you'd buy, and yeah. it would have,
2: like, all these hits, and you got it home, and it was, like, all the hits, and then at the bottom it said, like, performed by the Studio 49 band or whatever. I think <laughs> that's, that's what cool. Paulie got. He got one of them was like, oh, I can get this for 25 yeah, but- <laughs> cents at a truck stop, and then he got it home, and it was just fucking bootleg bullshit. But tell me that fucking
1: video wasn't badass.
2: It was a bad, It was a cool video, and it showed Sherry as being a badass. But man, that back in the saddle was a terrible version.
1: Oh no, the song. Yeah, the song. I almost wish it was the WWE version of it. But um, but <laughs> it's so bad. Vince was probably like, just use it. Nobody'll think that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll think it. We faked it. Just nope. use it.
0: Nobody's gonna claim that, pal. <laughs>
1: But her beating up everybody, like, um, like just showing like her, like, I mean, I love Sherry. I got I I don't know how many stories I've, I've been on probably 70, 80 shows with Sherry and she's the best. And I've even traveled with her and she's the best, but, and she literally is the baddest bitch. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a work like that's the, like uh, um medusa could probably fuck with her uh ronda well Rhonda obviously oh sherry's dead so she can totally fuck her up now but um yeah but back in the day there wasn't a whole lot of people like there There was a lot of people that wouldn't want to work with sherry because she was
0: aggressive
1: and mm-hmm. it wasn't aggressive like she wasn't she wasn't stan hansen for christ's sake right you know or a brewer's a brody
0: just very very into performing and getting into her performance. I assume she that's what you're worker. saying. Yeah. She, did, yeah. she
1: didn't want to do the routine that a ladies match used to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A ladies match had the hair whip spot. It had the you know, monkey flip. It had the, you know, all that bullshit. Like a midget match.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. she
1: didn't want that shit. She wanted to work like a guy. And <laughs> damn sure she couldn't fucking work like a guy. That broad was badass, dude. I got drunk with her a couple times.
0: <laughs> she, uh, as as Polly puts later in the show, when he's describing November to Remember, Sherry beats up a bunch of broads here in the uh, in the ECW arena, and uh, she makes Malia Hosaka bleed.
2: Aaron, uh, I was just, I mean, she says she's the first woman that's ever been busted open in America. I don't know if that's true, but.
0: Maybe since Mildred Burke. How would you know? (laughs) I listen to Jim Cornette and he knows everything. (laughs) Oh, of course (laughs) he (laughs) does. Just kidding. No, but... uh, they definitely uh, are playing up this angle that Sherry, you know, it's the first time there's been blood on a woman or a woman busted open in the in the United States in pro wrestling. And whether true or not, it at least uh, gives, gives you know, credence and hypes up Sherry in the ECW. I don't know how much longer she's around. I don't remember, but I think this was I think this was well done. So, so yeah. glad that
2: Joey's around now. Joey's taking over. Joey, Joey South, Yeah. Oh, this, okay, first, this this first half was on Maddie. Now Joey's running the ship, so it's better.
1: Well, somebody's got to tell the story where it makes fucking sense without going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumbass. Um, <laughs> uh, like Malia, you know, I've obviously told you Malia is my friend, mm-hmm. and and I, I'm I'm willing to bet that this is probably the last time you're going to see Malia. On the show, and it's probably going to be the last time you're probably you're you most likely will see um, Sherry on the show. If yeah. not, she only has like one or two more of uh, uh, visits. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I like, assume they. I assume they. Uh, I don't know. Well, I was going to ask you, but then you told me you weren't at the show, so you wouldn't know. I just wonder how the crowd or if the crowd reacted to the fact that Medusa wasn't there. <laughs> Because originally they were hyping Medusa. So it's like you're thinking, well, what can we do to make the crowd happy since we're not going to deliver the match? Let's just let Sherry beat the fuck out of every woman in the building. <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, I,
1: I, I saw the highlights in the video, and I was like, dude, I want to see this fucking match. Yeah. Because I almost, I almost called Malia to have her on the show t- today to be on because I was like, god damn like she beat the fuck out of you. Um, <laughs> kind of thing because you know, we've all gotten we've all gotten this shit beat out of us before. So it's not like you can just, anybody's going to be like have any hard feelings about it, you know what I mean? Right. I've gotten my ass kicked the fuck up, a zillion times my people. And you know, yeah, it sucks. It was a it was a beating and Malia <laughs> has too, but yeah, I was going to have her, I was going to call her but I she was in Texas and I think she had a show tonight. So but give Malia Malia Hasaka Find her on Twitter I don't remember her Twitter handle But you can find her
0: We get a commercial for the Variety Club um, Todd Gordon's favorite charity here That we've already seen before With Sandman how
1: funny? It, it would have been funny if one of these videos Would have had um, The Sandman because he had like 30 beers He was the one that was Laying down in the truck And the Dallas down- <laughs> in the child Was extended like, next to him <laughs> like, 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 like he was the he was the guy there for him.
2: <laughs> like you need this more than us, sir. And they're just yeah. like giving him twenties. Like thanks, <laughs>
1: like kids. Todd Gordon, Todd, Todd Gordon dropping off the sandman and uh, Down syndrome fucking thing, whatever. <laughs> and, and he's more fucked up than they are. That they, keep him. they keep him. <laughs> <laughs> they keep him. They keep him. <laughs> like yeah, he has to get dropped off in one of them U-hauls that Sandman was landing them with with the handicap kids, and they dropped them off there. And you said we couldn't do an hour, <laughs> oh, That's
0: great. <laughs> Public Enemy now does a promo in the alley behind the arena for the empty arena match that we're supposed to see later on. In the show, we're hyping it up here, folks. We're getting there, don't worry. Um, and then of course we get another if you missed November to remember uh promo, which if you missed it, we've shown you the entire show throughout of all, all the if you missed commercials we've shown through the show. Um and now we're gonna go to a match that they say was taped exclusively for ECW TV
1: at the <laughs> November to Remember.
0: <laughs> okay. Show. Thanks. It shows you what you think of us there, ECW. <laughs> Sandman versus Jim the Anvil Neidhart <laughs> in the ECW arena <laughs> with Joey Styles and Tony Rumble on commentary. And I can't it wait. It's fucking to, terrible. I can't wait. To, Tony I can't Rumble. Wait. Hold on, Aaron, just a second, because I can't wait to just sit back and listen to you two talk about this. But the entire time I was watching this, all I was thinking was, do I, <laughs> is it? Do I prefer Tony Rumble or the Duke of Dorchester? Which one's worse?
1: Wow. That's a heavy fucking, that's a heavy criteria. Well, you know, which one's worse? Yeah. Oh, clearly it's Tony Rumble.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, wait a minute. At first I was like, yeah, Pete Daugherty's bad, but yeah, you gotta like Pete Daugherty. And then Tony Rumble, just bad.
0: Just bad?
1: Just, I mean, bad. He he was bad in New England wrestling, and I, I have no I have no disrespect for the guy. I know that he's that he's dead, but just not,
2: not no. Never mind. At least Pete Doherty, I think we got like figured it out and got in on the joke that he was bad. Tony yeah, Rumble yeah. was just bad.
1: If they're going to be bad admit it.
2: yeah. Tony Rumble thought he was good. He makes like a Beverly Hillbillies joke it's 1993. Possible.
0: Playing of like the Beverly Hillbillies used to eat. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's it's like '93 and he's making fucking Beverly Hillbillies jokes. I was mad because Public Enemy made a quoted "I'm gonna knock you out" by LL Cool J in their promo. I was like, that song was out three years earlier.
1: Was I sure it was Mr. only. It was actually two years earlier, right? Oh,
2: sure. It was just an old song. But then when I watch this, I'm I'm like, well, I'll forgive it because there's a Beverly Hills but hillbillies joke in this next match.
1: Yeah, but it was it was just as bad when Rocker Rock said he was gonna B slap him. I'm gonna we're gonna B slap you. You're in the hood. You don't B slap people. Yeah. Ooh, that'll slap sting. <laughs>
0: what
1: the fuck are you gonna do? You're gonna fucking you're gonna do a you're gonna do a DB. <laughs> and you go, what the fuck is that? A drive by, motherfucker. Stop it. Just say the fucking goddamn thing. And I just wrote, oh boy. Cause, uh, because, because, <laughs> because they they look like turtle fucking fools. Because didn't they walk away like when Johnny said something and Teddy just started grabbing him by the neck and you were walking away and I'm like, yeah. where are you going to Applebee's?
0: What the fuck? I like the clubhouse grill, Johnny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> nah, man. You know what? what, the, what just shut up. <laughs> um, you're you're both fucking dumb. Um, and and. Uh, Oh, speaking of the of the Sandman and the Anvil match, I have a great story with the Anvil. Um, I was working on a show with him one time, and I did some kind of like charity thing for like a I don't know what it was, but I got a fucking um, a ping golf ball hat, whatever. And mm-hmm. I ran in the um we had we had hard it, it was very close to this date. On it wasn't this date. I know it wasn't. And he goes, Oh, you play golf. He goes, what do you shoot? I said, I shot a 74. And he goes, what? I go, yeah, it was a par three. <laughs> and, and he, he totally said, what the fuck? Hey, well, I mean, I didn't lie to him. <laughs> what Fuck you. <clears throat> so I'll spend all day fucking walking around fucking chasing tiny balls.
0: Yeah. chasing. Yeah. What a stupid sport. Anyway. Um,
2: and hey man, in this match, takes a, he hits Neidhart with a clothesline and takes a bigger bump off the clothesline than Neidhart does.
1: I don't know what the fuck happened with that. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I walked away, and I literally was, I, I pulled the cornet to the nail, and I was like, I'm not watching this. And I got up, and I threw some old spaghetti away in the trash can. And then when I came back, and I sat down, and I watched, and I said, there's a double clothesline double down?
0: That was terrible. It was so stupid. It was just during the match too. I don't know. I don't understand. They they did a uh, Sorry, they did the double noggin knocker, and Joey says that move is called the double noggin knocker, and they allude to Gorilla Monsoon being the man that says that. Or they say a man that eats bananas says it. This is the commentary. ridiculous. And then Tony, I, I can't even sum, summarize it. And then Tony says he's peeling more than bananas, and I'm like, what the hell is? No, he he he's like,
2: about? no, he's like, he says he's peeling something. He, he says he's peeling something other than bananas.
1: What does, does that mean? Me? What does that even
2: mean? Yeah, yeah, like like because they do the double noggin knocker, and then Styles is like, oh, we know who said that, you know. He's a gorilla, and then he likes bananas, and then fucking rumbles like he's
1: talking about Tony Rumble. <laughs> who else?
2: Joey. 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 Who
1: else? Who's the Joey Bananas.
0: Jo- and <laughs> Joey and uh, apparently and... Gorilla
2: Monsoon. They bring up Gorilla Monsoon, <laughs> gorilla Monsoon in June the smash. Was on the show. No, they bring him up in the fucking match during commentary for un- for no reason. This is like the worst fucking thing. Hey, Tony Rumble needs to
1: go. <laughs> well, that's how much this fucking segment Makes sense. That I'm doing the show with you right now, and I go, I don't know what the fuck you're I don't, talking about. I don't have any they idea. should have figured that out when that shit went through production and said, "What? What are you talking about, Tony Rumble? <laughs> I mean, the big name of Tony Rumble, the Boston bad boy. Yeah. I mean, fuck Jesus, what? What did you ever fucking do? <laughs> And everybody
2: that comes out, he's like, "Who's that guy? What's his deal? Great What's company. this guy's story?" Like it's he a didn't even guy. do any re fucking search before he got
0: there. <laughs> Wait, way to Art Donovan at Tony Rumble. Yeah, how much does this guy weigh?
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I um, I, I do listen to Jim Ross's podcast. Because you know, every once in a while, I do do commentary on some people's independent shows, and I, I listen to that shit. And he, Tony Rumble, does everything wrong, like, <laughs> like from what Jim Ross says to do, like how you put people over, you know, and do mm-hmm. stuff. And Tony Rumble's just the opposite. He's just, he's yelling out pronouns, and he's just he's just saying stupid shit. And who who is this? What do you mean? If, if you're telling somebody he's watching this program, who is this, then it means your program is bullshit. Right. That nobody – that it means why is anybody watching this and going, I don't know who this fucking guy is? Yeah. Fuck. What a fucking idiot. They I couldn't Postum wait for, time, jokes and couldn't wait for jokes. Tony to be gone. And honestly, I don't think Tony was even there the next time that I was up in Philadelphia. Mm. I, and, and for me, I don't think – I think he was gone by then.
0: Well, I think you're right because I when I s when I heard him doing commentary with Joey here, I didn't even realize he was ever in ECW. So that's that's how little impact if he was there he ever made on me, because I didn't even remember him ever even being in the vicinity of ECW. Um it, after it, it, the, would have,
1: it would have had to have been um um a promotional thing where if Paul wanted to run up in his area, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. 'Cause you know, Paul's not stupid. Paul wants like there's a reason why he brought in Johnny Gunn. He didn't bring in Johnny Gunn because he thought he was fucking great. He he knew that, that he had connections to certain areas right. down it here. Opens, right? yeah. mm-hmm. And and same with Tony but Tony Tony Rumble. He he realized he wanted to move out and you know work them territories. So you had to use them guys and wait as we get further and further on the show. You're gonna see him start using Damian Kane mm-hmm. and and the bad crew for pretty much that same reason.
0: Opening doors. After the ridiculous double pin finish here of this match, and we get Tony to Rumble
2: it. says he's never seen anything like that before in his entire
0: life. Me neither, Tony. What did <laughs> Tony? Stu- what an astute observation from Mr. Rumble. He's yeah. never seen a finish like this in his entire life.
1: Well, he worked for IWCW. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh yeah, <laughs> I mean, and they only had like six
0: matches. So I think Vic Steamboat's still the champion. Um, after the match oh, is did over, did you guys ever
1: see? Did you guys ever see when they brought in Onita?
0: No, I, I, IWCCW brought in Onita. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: dude, it was the <laughs> best. No. I've never they, seen. They brought in, They brought in Onita in like '91, and they made him like a classic Japanese guy, where they painted his face like. Like Oscar, whatever the fucker. Mm-hmm. Oscar, whatever her name is. And um, he was doing the mist gimmick. And I, I can't believe it. He was working Tony Alice. I think he was working Tony Alice. And the dude um threw him outside and you and the cameraman was doing a wide shot of the ring, and you could see a guy walk up and place a, a Dixie cup on the corner of the ring. And Onita. <laughs> Walked around, grabbed a cup, drank it, and that was the green mist.
0: That's how I like to get my green mist, out of a out of a Dixie cup. <laughs> or maybe a red I, solo I, cup. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I just watched it two days ago, and I walked down and told Jess, because, I mean, she doesn't know shit but what I tell her. But when I told her about Anita, I was like, you know, death match, you know? And I told her, like, you mm-hmm. can see the guy? Put the cup on the fucking corner. Like, the camera couldn't even pull away uh, far enough to not see the guy. And you see Onita drink it, and you gotta have Tony Atlas sell it. Oh, I was like, Jesus. (laughs) That's what we're gonna do, Aaron. That's that's what we're gonna do. We are gonna do a podcast about IWCCW. (laughs) Holy fuck. If that that don't have jokes written all over that fucking (laughs) nonsense.
0: Fuck. (laughs) I'm, I'm awaiting the Dix the Mist in a Dixie Cup on a pole match between Onita and Tony Atlas. I couldn't there's, I couldn't believe it. I, that's I, crazy.
1: There's no way this is legitimate.
2: And it's not like it was fucking live. Like just edit like a shout of the crowd in. You know? Yeah. <laughs> God.
1: Uh, anyway, we still got some of this nonsense to watch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: after, after this match between Nightheart and Sandman. Jason comes out in the ring and asks, of course, ask Neidhart, how do you like my suit? Or ask the crowd, how do you like my suit? And then he offers his managerial services to Jim Neidhart. And Jim Neidhart said something I didn't understand. I couldn't understand what he said. He told him he had beautiful hair,
2: but he didn't, he didn't want to be. That. He, he said, you have beautiful hair, but I have no interest in you being my manager. And then no, he He said, left. you're never going to
1: manage me.
0: Yeah. But he didn't he did say you have beautiful hair. Well, at least he did He did a good coaching there. You know, he started out with a positive and then I mean,
1: he's a worked face. into
0: the negative.
1: Baby face, honest, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I could be honest. I think Adam Cole was an exceptional, handsome human being. I could be honest. And I think Jason had decent hair. I'm not going to say he had fantastic hair, but yeah, his hair was fine.
2: It ain't Matty hair, but his hair.
1: Oh no, no! Maddie's <laughs> Jason's prom. Um, Yeah, that's a whole different entire. Um, that's a whole entire different hair regime right there. Because Maddie, Maddie does the the shampoo then the conditioner. Jason, uh, from what I heard, I messaged him and he said he does the shampoo and conditioner in one.
0: And he prefers the yeah, he prefers the Prell,
1: the hard stuff. <laughs> That's what he said. The hard stuff.
0: And how do you like my jacket? He yeah, still uh,
1: can't do an hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he. Say uh, when I'm wrong. And Jason also offers Sandman his managerial services, to which Sandman, you know, yells at him. And then Jason kicked the fuck out of Sandman, didn't he? He busts some Cobra Kai shit.
1: <laughs> he did. <laughs> I was Why like. Dude, why didn't Jason, why didn't Jason do the, the Tracy Smothers spot? Like when he was the FBI guy, when he was like, what? what? You know, he <laughs> does that little thing where he kind of, kind of twerks because he almost looked like he wanted to. But he just turned around and looked at the camera and he almost like think he wanted to go, like, yeah, yeah.
2: but But he didn't. He should have said, how do you like my shoe? And then just kicked him with it.
1: Like Matt Riddle? But man, <laughs> I mean, Jason. What the, what
0: the fuck is it, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> he puts the boots to Sandman for, for an, an ordinarily and long amount of time here. Yeah. And then Sandman gets a body slam on Jason. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm supposed to be the serious one here. And then Mr. Hughes, out of nowhere, <laughs> he, no one it's ever the, said that before. And I think Mr. Hughes
2: was late. I really do. Because, like, Sandman hands <laughs> was, him up. He was the
0: same <laughs>
2: She is asleep. asleep. The man has that motherfucker up for a long time and he's just walking around with him. Like I was like, is he gonna fucking is Sam Man gonna vault this guy into the crowd? Like I thought that's what he was gonna do. Somebody he's had just to walking around with him. Sandman's like, somebody wake up Mr. Hughes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Somebody wake <laughs> somebody wake Curtis up for Christ's like, sake. Like it's my gimmick to pass
1: out. <laughs> Fucker. Hell Scooping my it. heat. <laughs> I just I just wrote like I mean I, I went the complete opposite route that you did, but it was the same exact comment. I said, is somebody late? I think what it was I meant serious. is somebody is somebody late to the building? <laughs> like somebody that's supposed to be there. Cause what are they doing? like they're laying on each- it. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. There there's nothing really going on. Like, you know? Uh and, and I was just you know, the, you know, it was a smash. and I was like, yeah. what? I mean, are they killing time because it somebody's just- not there yet? Tom Brandy's not there yet? <laughs> Cuz he's, he's on yeah, our show
2: and I just think that <sighs> I really dread that this means that we're probably going to get a Mr. Hughes fan man match. I really hope we don't, but I think that's where we're going.
1: <laughs> of course we are.
2: <laughs> and Sandman oh, Mr. Hughes is going to be terrible.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. They're going to go out in the fucking Sandman van, and they're going to drink, like, fucking 36 beers, and they're going to get all tooted up, and they're going to have the fucking the, the time of their life out there. <laughs> they're going to take a nap. <laughs> I mean, unless unless Paul unless um, the money problem happens, which I, I mean, I know I know that I know that Mr. Hughes ain't far away from this ain't happening because Bottom I out. still have to work. I still have to work him. So I know he, I know he's alive in '94, like on ECW, because that's when I worked him, and that's when we, when we, we're going to start to see Francine, my girl.
2: Yeah, but yeah, this is this went off the rails quick. <laughs> like, very quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say so <laughs> the, well, and, and then they got a sad mood video Like, Paul can fucking do that shit mm-hmm. That sad mood video was fucking Was unbelievable He, I mean, he can fucking produce videos But the problem it's is another it's, ca-
2: it's another karaoke version though <laughs> I forget what song it was Walk This Way, wasn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah, I, yes. Don't I didn't write it down. That was just like, a bad Paul, karaoke. It's funny because you're starting to see a lot of how Paul stole a lot from Eddie Gilbert. Like, mm. I had this written earlier that I never got a chance to drop it in, that um, Paul is stealing a lot of what Eddie meant, what Eddie learned from Memphis – but then he took the Continental in eighty-eight and eighty-nine. He like they, they they used a lot of videos. They used a lot of underneath talent. They used mm-hmm. a lot of guys that we you know were local. And they brought in, you know, what's Lawler coming from Memphis, you know? I don't, I mean in what eighty seven, eighty eight, seven hundred bucks mm-hmm. to bring Lawler in, kind of thing. Yeah, they they used all their resources like that. And that's the same formula that Paul is starting to use now because he realizes he has to fill the time, you know, yeah for yeah. the hour because he don't have fucking he don't have enough Christopher Michael matches.
0: Well, and then he was <laughs> I, mean, I was gonna say I was gonna he was say scow- he's probably he like it wasn't
1: me, a YouTube, so he, he couldn't be scouring Christopher Michael matches. Can
2: he ever have enough Christopher Michael matches?
0: Yes. Um <laughs> the so we find out, of course, that Hawk and Sabu, mystery partner for Terry Funk, was King, King Kong, Kong Bundy. Bundy, Bundy. Who apparently worked a double shot that night, as Chad revealed to us earlier in the show. And the only thing they show of Bundy is a still photo of him jumping off probably the first turnbuckle. But uh... <laughs> Dude, I have
1: no idea. I have no idea why they couldn't show footage of no, like You don't know, you know, even like, see his
0: face or anything. He just looks like an egg in tights jumping off the first turnbuckle onto whoever. Um, dude, the, the,
1: the, the best part is is that I was friends with him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was friends with him, and I never asked him. I never noticed it, because now that you're that we watched it, this is the first time that I've seen it,
0: and I never and do that. Apparently, I mean, I guess I surmise from the Cocaine-induced promo we get from Hawk and Jim Neidhart later that, I guess, Bundy, What, what I, I surmise that he walked out on Funk or something during this match, and that's why Terry Funk lost, and lost
1: <laughs> the TV title. Well, maybe he had to be at the show in Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no time I mean, for that, the five count tonight. Could
0: it. Um, that could and then Terry could have been it. Terry Funk is doing a promo here with Joey Styles, and <laughs> Terry Funk's always good. It's Terry fucking Funk's awesome. This bad. is awesome. Yes, yes, I really enjoyed this. Go ahead, Ernie. I didn't want to cut you off.
2: I was. This was awesome. And then I've been uh, rewatching Smoky Mountain, and I'm kind of in the same time frame of Smoky Mountain as I'm in with this in '93, and he's awesome there. It's like Terry Funk. Fucking had a great '93. He was awesome.
0: He um he does the promo.
1: Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was um. Uh, I mean, I, I was so, I was so entrapped and listening to Aaron describe that promo that I was kind of like hypnotized, going like, "Yeah, you're right." It was just <laughs> so awesome that as soon as he was done, I was going awesome, awesome, awesome. awesome. <laughs> like in my mind, going yeah. Like That motherfucker, he sold me on the fact that I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I think he's making grilled cheeses and selling them out of his fucking kitchen. And I'm like, I'm buying one, man. (laughs) You're (laughs) Terry Funk, dude. It's Funk's grilled cheese. I'm all over this. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Exactly. I'm "I'm all over this, dude. I mean, we didn't get your car washed? like I'm, I'm getting ready to fly to Amarillo.
0: Back it uh, up after the show so I can take it
1: to the airport. I've
2: got I've got some chicken wings, and if you want something to go with them, it's the it's the double cross ranch. I whipped it up.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> oh. oh boy. Oh.
0: <laughs> Put that back in the hidden valley, <laughs> would you? Doozy. <laughs> uh Terry and his in his promo <laughs> with Joey. Kind of alluding to Joey, you're the same size as Paul Heyman, and then he's scaring Joey, he's choking Joey, and Joey does a good a good uh, job of selling it, and Terry does a great promo, and then he calls Joey Styles a puke faced fool.
2: Yes, and he called him a little bitch and a couple other things. Too well, that was great because
1: I mean, yeah, but it, it was great because it wasn't about it wasn't about Terry emasculating Joey, right?
0: Right. He was he was it using was Joey as a Terry proxy. In- he is using Joey as a proxy for Paul. Okay. Yeah.
1: Of course. I mean, so it wasn't making Joey look that bad, right? correct?
0: I mean, no. Jo- Joey actually Joey looked. Do? Joey looked. That was. I guess. I guess that came out of my mouth wrong. Joey, I think, did great here because he did a good job of of exu- You know, okay. This crazy bastard's got me by the neck, and I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. You know, and if I just stay, if I just stay still, yeah. yeah. I don't if, try, I, if I don't try to run.
2: It probably won't be that bad. It's
0: like when it's going to run, run,
2: it's going to make him mad at me. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. So after this, after the Terry promo, we get Maddie again, going on some tangent about Joey crying and preppy and mother. I wasn't really listening. I kind of blanked out when Maddie's on, but he does say that, uh, that Hawk was sitting in the corner in the dark, probably doing a lie. Um, and he took his Maddie Cam over to speak oh, to the Road Warrior Hawk, <laughs> and now we get a Road Warrior Hawk Jim Neidhart promo. Jim Neidhart just shows up here, or he's with Hawk. And uh, no, we a get gang. a
1: Road Warrior Hawk accompanied by Jim Neidhart.
0: <laughs> Rotary Robert Hawk, Jim
1: Neidhart there.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: What did you say, Rotary <laughs> Hawk? Did you say? Did you say Rotary Hawk? Like that's gonna be his name right now. Rurry Hawk. And and and, and,
2: and says why did it, it take this guy so long to call me back? Yes. He's <laughs> very Well Wrong number. God it was a three, <laughs> not an
1: eight. Quick, quick, quick. Rurry Hawk. I can't wait to talk about hemoglobin. Well, I I think I see the name of this show. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> don't take a fucking don't take a fucking Johnny Gun to figure out the name of this motherfucking show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit! Okay, <laughs> oh,
1: that's the best. Uh, I want to see the merchandise. We can't do an hour. <laughs> <laughs> never. It'll never happen. <laughs> yeah. We're already at an hour. And we still got <laughs> a couple of fucking we still got a couple of doozies to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well up next after the Road Rotary Hawk Night
1: <laughs> <What> the <laughs> the Art promo. <laughs> And like, I'm the retard. Imagine if Paul, imagine Paul's cell phone was a rotary, a rotary, a rotary cellular cell phone. Like, Paul's standing there at ringside while like Shane Douglas is in trouble, and he's trying to dial. Uh, I can't get,
0: I can't get the help yeah. we need. It's taking oh, on the long. <laughs> he can only yeah. poke
2: his head out the curtain because the fucking only goes so far. Like shit, <laughs> <He's> rotary off. <laughs> Jesus. It's
1: unbelievable. <laughs> it, you ain't never living that town. <laughs> My wife is a big fan of Sugarfly, and she buys, like, beer huggies and crap like that. You're getting one of them. <laughs> you, you're, you're getting something delivered to your house that says Rotary Hawk, because that's a fucking, that's a doozy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's terrible. But if, if you love it, it's awesome.
0: Up next we have a Polly Dangerously promo Uh, And um, he's talking about As he said, doo-doo disturbers In the ECW And uh, then that is where we get The Sabu footage That we were talking about earlier Um, I think the Sabu video Or the Sabu footage that they show Is this FMW footage? The footage from Japan that they showed of Sabu?
1: Yeah, didn't I ask you about this like a couple of shows ago? I
0: I don't think so. Yeah, I you, okay. I
1: asked you about it because I thought I said, didn't they show the video where they um remember Doctor Looser? Yeah, and you said no, they haven't showed it yet. Is, is okay, the show. Well, the guy, the guy that he kills with the knee was that fat fuck that's on AEW that's in I the show the project. Dr. Luther. Like, he does the moonsault from top rope all the way to the outside onto Mm -hmm. the table while he's on the table to the floor and he knees him in the face. And the table don't break, he bounces off with the guy. (laughs) Like, it's one of the most brutal fucking... um, uh, I'm sorry, it's one of the most brutal, like, table things. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't break. So, Sabu and the fat it's just, it, so, yeah, I was
0: gonna say, it's just knee at the front of your head and table yeah. at the back of your head. Yeah, <laughs> but that's Dr. Luther, Chris Jericho's buddy. Well, and that's, I mean. why, and that's why he has a job right now, it can't be his talent. Um, but I thought this promo from Polly was good um as it always is the sabu
1: the sabu video was was great dude i mean honestly Mm -hmm. because if that if if that was the first time we're gonna see that video which uh, apparently it was because i've asked you before have we seen it and you said no so if that's the first time we're gonna see that video that's an absolutely fantastic video it is what the fuck is this guy (laughs) you know this guy's a fucking animal, like kind of thing, you know. Watch, mm-hmm. watch this; it's almost like when they showed the Abdul or the butcher highlights back in. The, remember that?
0: Right. Yeah. With when, with without the fake fly, which is even better. Yeah, you I, know, Sabu
1: didn't need the fake fly.
0: No, he sure didn't. No. <laughs> and I, I actually really like. I loved this promo that from Paulie, not only just from putting Sabu over and putting over generally the scene of ECW at this point.
2: There's great lines in here. It does. Go ahead. Go go ahead, Aaron. He says that he's talking about cuz in the in the Terry Funk interview he talked Terry Funk is talking about how he he knows about pain because he held his dad in his arms when his dad died and and Paulie's like if 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 you were holding me in your arms and I looked up and your face was the face I saw and you were talking like this and walking like this, I'd want to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's talking about the uh, his own empty arena match that he booked and how ridiculous it is and says, oh, they're going to have a match in the empty arena? They must be working the WCW Omni shows. Yeah, that, was, that was a <laughs> great <laughs> line. <laughs>
0: No,
1: no, no Polly said that. that.
0: That was a great line.
1: Oh, that is a great line. I didn't catch that. I must have bailed out at that point. <laughs> I, I have had him. I, I like. I'm starting. To, I'm starting to do the Jim Cornette rule. Uh, I'm just bailing out on a certain. <laughs> There's certain things that I can just tell what's going to happen.
0: But yeah, Polly cuts that great promo, and then, boy, oh boy, oh boy, the end of the show. Oh boy. They're hyping up and I I am looking at the clock. All right. <laughs> I'm looking A at minute the ticker. 24, yes, minute twenty four. Yes, yes. <laughs> A, A minute twenty-four, 24 before let me we go
1: <laughs> me fucking down right there. A minute twenty-four.
0: <laughs> yep. I was looking at the ticker and I'm like okay, so we're we're about to have the empty arena match. Oh, like I thought there are. was gonna
2: be another link. You know sometimes they gotta bust shit up. Yeah. You know, like it'll be like video one and then video two. two. I'm like, he didn't send me the other fucking link.
0: <laughs> nope. And then I was like, no. Wasn't my okay. fault. Still a minute twenty-four. <laughs> we were supposed to have the empty arena match between of public enemy and bad company. And we didn't. And I I can't wait to hear my colleagues here discuss this. I can't wait to hear
1: your fucking views on this non-fucking sense.
0: That was my views exactly. Nonsense. This was stupid. <laughs> Was it filmed in a hotel room? It looked like it was filmed in a hotel room.
1: No! How many times do I gotta tell you that all that shit is filmed at the fucking studio? The TV studio? Well, I know, but all, it... all Paulie does is put a fucking piece of paper up on the door that says, dressing room.
0: No press <laughs> allowed.
1: But he, he, remember remember when I said public enemy ed- was walking out of the fucking basement of somebody's apartment? <laughs> That was the studio. That's terrible, awful, rotten. What, 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 I mean, what the fuck was that? Explain to me that was the money problem with Paul that that, that happened before or after this? Because they still had the the match in December. Mm -hmm. But what, what the fuck was this?
0: I, I, I think, uh, I think what they were going for. I can't wait to hear this. I'm trying to. Okay, <laughs> so here, here we go. Trying to dissect things here. Trying to dissect things that don't need to be dissected. What they, I think, what they were going for was was the public enemy lure, bad company into a trap. You know, no cops, no fans, no, and nobody to help them, and then jacked them? I mean, is that what they're getting at here? I don't... That was... Okay, that's me maybe overthinking it. <laughs> but
2: but then there was help, so the arena wasn't empty. A bunch of crew. Zubab pants showed yeah. up. Yeah!
1: I mean, like, wherever you're at, can't you hear the door open wherever you're at? Like, because, you know, they had that mm. little thing, you know, that little uh, grease thing. It's in a door crease. that The door closes slow. Well, if two guys run in to attack you... They run down the hall or whatever it is. They run in and attack you. You're gonna hear right. Yeah, you could. You couldn't see any of that. Like nobody was going. Hey, what's going on? Like even if they were on a different fucking floor, nobody could. Hey, <laughs> and these aren't. These no- aren't particularly.
2: These aren't particularly. Yeah, I was say especially fat like individuals. Yeah, say, especially pretty- one fat fuck Johnny. You're gonna hear fat fuck Johnny. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> the building they're in. The building they're in. Some of the shit would probably fall out of the ceiling if they were on the top floor. Fuck!
1: I, I I mean it it that it was one of the worst things I've ever seen since Damien Demento. I it, it <laughs> really is it it really is right up there with like that was the poorest attempt. And and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of Paulie, and I know that Paul wasn't working with a lot of money. He didn't have a lot to do with the money. But that was a poor attempt um, of trying to do something like that Jerry Lawler and Terry Funk did, you know, 30 years, you know, before that or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was That was just
0: sad. It was awful. It changed my I get, mind. I, th- I, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you changed my mind. I actually thought about it. I tried to think about it as, oh, what are they trying to attempt to do here? And Nah, never mind. It just fell flat. It was, flat. It was awful. stupid. It was and stupid. then it
1: gets worse when you do the fucking um, the, the December to remember thing. <laughs> so, I'm waiting for the kaboom. <laughs> Where's the kaboom? They promised me a giant kaboom.
0: And I got nothing. Nada. I'm still waiting. So as far as this show goes as a whole... What I wrote, I didn't really give it a grade or a score, but I wrote that this show is a tale of two ECWs right now. Like there are glimpses. It's so weird because what, maybe three, four weeks ago, or maybe a little bit longer, we first saw Sabu come on the scene and everything. It was like, wow, this is getting so much better. This is, I'm seeing this and I'm seeing that and I'm seeing sparks come out. And, you know, there's, there's new faces and a fresh coat of paint. And then now we kind of revert back to this felt like uh, not Cabrini College bad, oh. but it, it, it felt like we're, we're taking a couple of steps back instead of steps forward. But you still have a great Terry Funk promo, and you still have Pauline, and you still have the Sabu video. And so, I mean, like I said, there's I think there's more good than bad, but the bad is glaring. Well,
1: I have a, I have a kind of a lot to say, and I know we're already over our time, if you don't mind.
0: Oh, no, go ahead.
1: Um, I wasn't at this show. Uh, Like I said on last week's episode, I was at a show that I was booked on in Maryland, a -hmm. a paid show where I was making a lot of money. And a couple of the guys were also on that show. It was, and from what I heard, and this is what I heard, I'm not going to say gospel, was Mm -hmm. that Paul was trying to, dick around with some new people, you know, it's why you saw that stupid fucking lights. What the fuck were them lights at? Oh,
0: no, they were you awful.
1: Know, Donna Summer was gonna be out there <laughs> on roller skates and shit. And um and you know what the fuck was all that? And it was like, why Johnny gone? You know, where where is this going? And then it seems that um because I wasn't there that I don't know how the whole entire backstage presentation went. But the next time I went back up there and then you say, Nate, that um the next couple of shows are basically like review shows.
0: Um, The next one. I don't I don't believe so. Not not the not. Okay. the next. Show. OK, yeah. if they're not,
1: then maybe they had a new set of tapings. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take until we have a new set of tape before we're going to start seeing the end of Johnny Hot Body and Stetson. Because I still got to work Hot Body and Stetson mm-hmm. and shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's going to take a little bit longer, that, but you're going to start seeing them doing jobs on the way out. They're not going to be as prominent. Nice beer drinking, why don't you? Um, you know, <laughs> do you understand what I mean? Yeah, you're going to start seeing them guys getting weeded out.
0: It is it. It's like you. It's like you were kind of alluding to earlier. It's it's like what well, Paul is. He has his vision, kind of. Of what he wants ECW to be, mm-hmm. but he also realizes it's still a East Coast independent. I so always he's, feel he, like
1: I almost feel like how many months is Paul behind? You know? Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is he is he a year? You know, maybe a year and a half behind of where he wants to be because you know damn well. I mean, let's be honest, guys. When Paul, you know, stepped in and, and pushed Eddie out and killed Eddie, basically, mm-hmm. then um he you know he was just taking Todd's money and he probably didn't have a vision out of how long it was going to take right
0: right well and and i kind of i kind of make the and, and you guys can tell me if i'm off base on this comparison ecw here is kind of like if you're watching if you're watching the wwf in late or mid to late 96 I've right. got Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he's on the rise, and I'm, the product's kind of changing. But I've still got T L Hopper doing a plumber gimmick. Like, there's oh, two you still different got
1: T L Hopper. <laughs> oh, well, cool then. Well, then, then. What's the problem?
0: We just talked about we just talked on the We Can't Wrestle podcast about how awesome Tony Anthony was. when We were talking about Smoky Mountain, but uh, do you see what I'm saying though? Like, it's like two visions colliding at this point. As we're watching these shows, like it's like Paulie's trying to shake off the former ECW or what was ECW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's trying to. Put- <laughs> he's trying he's to get tra- rid of the stink. Trying to get rid of the stink. So there's a little stink there, but he's also, you know. <laughs> that that, that that was
1: probably you're probably a hundred percent correct in that extent in that um, assertion, but yeah. But I mean, it took Paulie. I guess until, um, in my guess, it was probably until uh, ninety six, ninety seven, before he totally got rid of the stink.
0: I mean, your opinion. Um. So not. A, so you say not as early as night. The night the line was crossed. It's still a couple of years after that, even.
1: No, because numbers didn't move. Right. Like there wasn't a bigger, there wasn't a bigger market. It wasn't until um, 95 when I want to say like fall of 95, even that's, Mm -hmm. that's pretty late when he hooked up with like David Geffen.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, that might be true too, because the first time I, the first time I, as a young viewer ever even laid my eyes on ECW was um, probably in 96. Because for some reason up here at one point in 96, we had the Sunshine Network. That's right. That's right, And that, w- that was the first time I ever laid my, my young eyes on ECW. Um, so, yeah, because that would have been after Shane came back from when he was in the WWF as Dean Douglas and, All that, yeah. So, I mean, mm -hmm. Um, Aaron, we kind of talking over you here. What was your thought on the...
2: (laughs) Um, Just that it was an okay show, but um, it was too much of the Public Enemy, Pat Tanaka saga. Just too much of it. I thought so.
1: It's never enough of that. (laughs) I I mean, Pat Tanaka, come on. I, I, I got I got Jessica a cameo. From-
0: Did he wear his PJs? He always wears he's always wearing his PJs.
1: <laughs> he, he's still wearing his stupid little brown, the black fucking suit that he wears. <laughs> Pat Tanaka, twenty five bucks, but I, I right. got it early, so I got like um, nineteen dollars uh, reduction.
0: The Pat Tanaka <laughs> early bird special. Yes,
1: I, I got that. So That's the talk paid, of cameo. I paid two dollars to get Jessica fucking Pattonaka a cameo. Yeah, <laughs> ripped. Pa- Paul Diamond, he's not even on it. I for a pays rock. you. Paul Diamond pays you to get a cameo. <laughs> I tried to look for a rock or a rock, but he wasn't on there either. Either, and then I tried to look for a Johnny I Can't get Public Enemy to send me a a, a, a cameo. Damn it! <laughs> All right, <laughs> board, buddy. What'd you
2: say? He said he needs to get a better Ouija board. <laughs> Me? Well, that's how you're gonna get one from Rocco or John? That's the only way you're getting a message from them? Can you imagine the
0: Ouija board? You're like, oh, 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 With oh, h.
1: <laughs> Fuck! That, that that's a reality show. <laughs> you, you you get a you get a Ouija board and you say it's for wrestlers and you fucking say. We're gonna look up Esty Jones. Holy shit, the stories. It just Allen. keeps
2: it just keeps going to J. Oh, yeah, I
1: mean B <laughs> you would never sleep if you did a Ouija board for old time wrestlers. <laughs> fucking never. Just name the fucking worst people. I mean, you guys are from Ohio. I mean Kiss won't even go there. But if you say <laughs> Paul Christie, I'm sure you guys know who he is. He's a yeah. fucking jabroni on the East Coast. He's a nothing. But yeah, you can reach him. He's dead, I'm sure. Gypsy <laughs> Joe. Dick the Loser. <laughs> he's dead. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's the other guy he's fucking tag team with? The guy that sells used cars? Brunson Myers or whatever his <laughs> name is. Dick Byers. No, who's the guy that the Bruiser was always a tag team with? The Crusher. Like the Crusher. The Crusher. No. the Crusher. The Crusher sounds like he sells his cars. No, <laughs> not him. Wilbur Snyder.
0: Wilbur.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on down to Wilbur. Come on down to Wilbur Snyder's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you a cameo of him. Deals and steals at Wilbur well, Snyder's. Yeah. At least his wife. Wilbur brings. Snyder Subaru. We want to put you in one right now, buddy. I, I, don't, think, I, I don't think Wilbur is doing too many cameos. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to get you one of them. This fucking is right. going way off the rails. <laughs> <laughs>
0: put, well, we'll put a bow on it here, but I do want to remind everybody as we sign off here this week for a great edition, by the way, of Reliving the Extreme. This has been a blast. <laughs> You can join us. How did it go
2: an hour and a half? How did it go an hour and a half? <laughs> are, are we allowed to go an hour and a
0: half? We can I go as long know. as we want to. Does the
2: um, have, does the have, a pay apple extra now?
0: I have I have no time constraints on this show. The, <laughs> we join us on Facebook at our Facebook group, Reliving the Extreme. Follow us on Twitter at Reliving Extreme. Follow Chad on Twitter at Chad Austin Demera. And be Chad's friend on the Facebook, and you can join Chad's video vault. Okay. <laughs> All of that and much, much more is available out there on the interwebs for the Reliving the Extreme podcast. And, guys, any parting words before we sign off on what Aaron thought was going to be a 20-minute episode? It turned out to be our longest one yet. <laughs> All right. Right. I'm retarded. What can I say?
1: You got nothing, Aaron? Uh, no. He said no. Yep. Uh, you said we weren't doing. It. We can't get an hour out of this. I I, I, no, I got. I got. I was, I got pleasant, I was pleasantly years. surprised. We got a lot out of it. We
2: got uh, Rotary Hawk.
0: <laughs> Wilbur <laughs> Snyder's Subaru. I don't even know a theme for this show.
2: <laughs> Wilbur <laughs> Snyder Subaru. I can make a fucking meme out of Wilbur Snyder's Subaru,
1: <laughs> and I'm gonna work on it. Dude, I can't, I can't believe we all have, um, like, six hundred five numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who the fuck is not listening
0: to me? <laughs> <laughs> um well people that are listening invite your friends to listen to the show that'll be another way we can build our listenership and that being said we will sign off and we will see you next week everybody as we continue reliving the extreme and having a blast reliving the extreme is a production of maxing out media all rights reserved